Hi everyone and welcome to this week's Motherkind Moment. Thank you for being here. Moment is your place for calm, connection and maybe a shift in perspective before the crazy week ahead. This week's moment is with me. If you listened last week, then you will know that for the next couple of episodes, I am going to be talking about Christmas and hopefully giving you some ideas and new perspective on how we can make it easier for ourselves this year. This week, I want to talk about how we can feel less frantic, stressed, overwhelmed by the to-do list and feel calmer, that we have less to do, but still get that feeling that we want around Christmas, which of course is of joy and love and connection. It is so easy to get swept up in the to-do list. The reality is, well, my reality is, so I wonder if it's yours too, is that there is just a lot to do around Christmas, particularly if you're hosting, which I am this year. I think there's so much external pressure and internal pressure, and I'm going to talk about that shortly. Also, you know, we know that as women, we do pick up the majority of the invisible and emotional labour in the home, and that is no different at Christmas. It can feel like... It just falls all to us. So I want to share some ideas and tools today in this very short episode to help you maybe challenge that narrative. You know, I really believe that we deserve to arrive at Christmas Day not feeling totally stressed out from all the planning and everything that we've given in December. You know, we also deserve to enjoy that moment of rest around Christmas, to enjoy feeling calm and connected. We deserve that. Also, as mothers, I think that we often set the energy in the home and the energy with the people that we're around. So if we are really stressed and have sky high expectations of ourselves and are kind of white knuckling it with the control and trying to make everything perfect, I think that energy dissipates outwards. And it's really hard then to create what I think our intention is. I think our intention with the crazy long to-do lists and the pressure that we put on ourselves is to create magic for those that we love. And that is such a beautiful intention, isn't it? I don't think there's anything of pure heart, really. I don't think there is anything more beautiful than wanting to make it magical for everyone else. I just wonder if sometimes in the pursuit of that, we lose ourselves. And then when we lose ourselves and we really get stressed, I think it can block what we're actually trying to create because stress blocks connection. When we're stressed, it's really hard to connect on that deeper level with the people that we love and we want to create that magic and that ease and that joy with. So I think sometimes we drive ourselves trying to have the perfect Santa's grotto visit and the perfect tree and the perfect present. And, you know, we drive ourselves so hard that actually, are we blocking the very thing that we want to create? I think under all of the pressure that we can put on ourselves and other people put on us, actually, I think underneath all of that is a desire for a feeling. And I think that feeling for me, it'll be different for everyone, but that feeling for me of when I find myself getting lost, which I do often in the stress of everything there is to do, I think that feeling that I want under those to-do lists is really that feeling of joy. That's what I want is a feeling of joy and connection. So what I want to talk to you today in this episode is taking a fresh look at everything that is causing you stress, everything you've got on your to-do list. 
and look through it through that lens of the feeling that you want to create. Now, I wonder if you've sort of come across this concept or idea before. It's certainly talked about a lot in the personal development world that we're always after a feeling. So I'm wondering, take a minute now and think about what is the feeling? What do you actually want this Christmas? What do you actually want? It's a really powerful question. And unsurprisingly, you know, in the busyness of it all and, you know, the hamster wheel of what it's like to be a modern mother, I think we forget to ask ourselves that question. I know I would if I wasn't doing this for a job. So I'm lucky I get to think about this stuff. But I invite you to take a minute for yourself. What is it that you actually want this Christmas? And how do you actually want to feel? And how do you want those around you to feel? And just take a minute to think about that. Because what I imagine is happening for you now is that you might be getting some perspective and you might be cutting through a lot of the stress about, you know, have I got the right colour wings for the nativity if it's going ahead? I know ours isn't. Have I got the right crackers? Am I doing this right? Has this right? All those details, when you start to ask these really powerful questions, such as how do I want it to feel? What do I actually want? When we ask those powerful questions, I think it has the power to cut through a lot of that external stuff, a lot of the things, a lot of the pressure. Having thought about that, I would now love you to have a think about, and this is something that I did on the workshops that I ran recently with everyone that came on, and I've done it with my own list, is have a look at everything that you've got on, everything that is stressing you out. When we feel really overwhelmed and stressed out, which I know a lot of you are feeling right now, when we feel that, it can be really tempting to not want to look at it all. It's almost like sort of peeking under the covers and seeing what's there. And it's really powerful to do because when you write it all down and you get clear on it, then you're going to be able to do something about it. When we're stressed and overwhelmed, Sometimes we can think, and I know I've fallen into this trap, I just need to do more. If I keep doing more and I stay up a bit later and I get up a bit earlier, I'll get through the list. I get that, but it's actually not the best solution because as we talked about, the risk is, is that you're going to get yourself totally burned out. And I suspect when you just asked yourself that question, what do I want? Burn out and stressed and overwhelmed was not on that list. So it's incredibly powerful to just take a look, take a minute. What are the things that are really stressing me out? Of course, there are going to be things on there that you have to do, but there are also things on there that you could challenge yourself. Do I really need, for example, to hand sew on the labels to the stockings? Or do I really need to get my third cousin a present this year? Do I really need to write hundreds of handwritten cards to relatives? The answer might be yes, and that's totally fine. But I think there is so much power in challenging ourselves. I always say, if we want to feel different, right? If we want to feel different, we have to do something differently. So I'd really invite you to have a think about what are the things that are causing you stress? What are the things that you feel overwhelmed by? And could you look at maybe doing some of those things differently. I like to think about these three categories with lists of mine that I create. And the first one is do. What are the things that I want to do or I have to do or I enjoy doing? 
So those things I'm going to do and I'm going to do them without resentment. I'm going to do them without bitterness because I want to do them. What are the things on this list that I actually don't want to do? And that can bring up some fear, right? Because that might mean communicating to someone, you know, I know I said I'd come to your party or that play day or that I'd host that mum's coffee Christmas morning, but actually I don't have the energy and capacity for that right now. That takes courage. I am not underestimating the courage that that takes, particularly if you have people-pleasing tendencies, which I do. It takes real courage to do that. So I think that ditch is definitely the hardest one to look at, but it's incredibly freeing and esteeming when we can think about our own needs and actually adjusting what we're trying to do accordingly. Looking at the list, we've got do, ditch, and the last one is delegate. Where could I ask for help? Now, I know for me, asking for help is still a challenge for me. I have this deeply ingrained belief system, which is of hyper-independence. And if I want something doing it, I'll do it myself. There is such a vulnerability in asking for help. A couple of reasons why. One is that you might get rejected and that can feel incredibly painful, particularly if you experienced any rejection like that. When you were younger, it can be really reactivating. So, you know, I'd encourage you to go gently and kindly with yourself with that. The other one is, is that if you do ask for help, people might do it differently. (laughs) You know, you might ask a partner if you're lucky enough to have one at home who can help. You might ask for some help and it might be done differently. So that's going to challenge a lot of your potential control that you want it done a certain way. When we ask for help, I think part of that is letting go and allowing it to be done in a way that that person wants to help us. So three things, do, ditch and delegate. And if you could choose just three things that you could change on your list, I think that has the potential to start to reduce your stress and your overwhelm. I really just want to leave you with this idea that particularly this year, I think because of what happened last year, I'm speaking to mums almost every day who are just feeling that pressure of wanting to make it magical and perfect. And that is beautiful. There is nothing more beautiful is there than wanting to make it special for those we love. But I would invite us all, me included, (laughs) to challenge ourselves on that idea. What is the feeling that I want to create? And is me getting myself totally burnt out and stressed out with all the external details and perfection going to help me create that feeling? Let's go straight for the feeling. Let's look at that list, think about what we could do, what we could ditch, what we could delegate and start to claw back some of our energy. Reminding ourselves as mothers, so often we set the tone. If we are stressed, remember stressed blocks connection and so often connection is what we want. So if we're stressed and we're overwhelmed and we're sort of metaphorically clenching our fists and gritting our teeth to get through December, I think that energy spills outwards and we're actually blocking, creating the very thing that we want, which is joy and love and connection and magic with those around us. What I found is that when I can reduce that pressure on myself and when I can make things easier for myself, the magic and the ease flows so much more easily I think magic and flow and spontaneity and belly laughs come, they certainly do for me, when I'm able to let go of that pressure a bit. 
So that's my invitation for you today. How could you let go a bit of that pressure? What can you do? What can you ditch? What can you delegate? And how can you think about actually creating the feeling that you want this Christmas? I am sending you so much love and I will see you next time. Thanks for listening. 